You're listening to WJPMG 106.3 FM, where we keep you motivated and jamming all day long. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We have Miss Candy, KC Biz Boss on the line. You talk about somebody busy. I thought I was busy. Candy is B-U-Z-Y. Candy, will you introduce yourself to everybody? Who is KC Biz Boss? Hi, I am Casey DeVos, also known as the uh, Candy Conza Hall of Famer, six-time author, global speaker, brand strategist, and CEO of Life After Sports. Uh, our, we have a sports tour that tours the country uh, with pro athletes. I think that's about it. Well, you know, you're doing, uh, you're an author, you you are a coach of sorts, um, you keep your pul- your finger on the pulse of celebrity news, you just do uh, quite a number of things, girl. I, I love the live stream you did other, the other day talking about kind of wrapping up the uh, Miss Jenkins, uh, that whole episode, and that really... Uh, I mean, you could easily be a reporter for, like, CNN or Fox News, girl. Well, so where should we go first? I'm going to start with a couple of things. So, first of all, in the news. In the news. Uh, you know, I'm from Chicago. In the news. So in the news, there's a lot going on. We don't have enough time for everything. But uh, so today we will talk just a little bit about uh, Kanika Jenkins and her mom, who has been on the, the uh, media circuit right now. She's been on WGCI, uh, which is the fifth largest station in the nation, uh, the uh, day before yesterday. And then she went on Dr. Oz yesterday. And, you know, we just learned a lot every day. You know, she's trying to get the case reopened by the FBI. Right. But, of course, the super sleuths and Internet sleuths around the country have pieced together. I'm telling you, they got some super technological equipment better than the police department, honey. <laughs> they are not playing. They are on the case. So, yeah, some of them have basically surmised that, you know, her friends are involved uh, to some degree. So, right. you know, they'll, they'll see how that all shakes out. But going on Dr. Oz yesterday was a game changer because now, you know, she's doing this big media circuit, you know, putting pressure on the Crown Plaza to release footage that uh, has not been released uh, thus far that, you know, will show her entering into the freezer right. and who was in there with her. And, you know, really, you know, just getting down to those final details and, you know, she also, the uh, big news was that she had her own toxicology and autopsy done, and she is away, currently waiting. But I want people to understand this, um, Doc, and that is Ms. Jenkins is a, a woman right now of significant strength. I talked to her the morning of her WGCI interview right. on the phone, and the one thing that she told me was two things. Number one, what she tell you? She herself, is, she's going back for another surgery herself. You know, she just endured a double mastectomy herself my Lord, about my two Lord. months ago. So, and she has to have another surgery. So I think people should understand her strength to continue to keep her daughter's memory alive and also get to the truth. So when they do, you know, a lot of people are condemning her. They say, no, she's not grieving, you know, like moms grieve. I don't know what that means. I went through a similar situation with my aunt recently, and I was the strongest person in the room up until the day of the actual memorial service, and I broke down. So, you know, people grieve differently. So I want people to just give her a break a little bit, you know, if anything, help her plight to get this case reopened. 
And, you know, let's all just see what, what happens when the trees shake loose. Yeah, I mean, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask, what do you, uh, based on your research, based on your presentation uh, on live streaming, your social media platform, what in your heart of hearts, if, if you had to put a story together, uh, give us your 100-foot elevation looking down, what do you think happened? It's so fun. You put that together so eloquently. I love that. I love how you put that together. You got me off the hook. Right. If it were, if I had to, someone ask me today what I thought today, I think that uh, this started, I think that first of all, there was a, uh, the girls have been used to, and not just these girls, but just, you know, there has been a group of millennials, which I hope they all learn from this, that, you know, go to these parties where kind of everything goes, little sex, little drinking, little drugs. And I think that, it, you know, this time I think it got out of hand. Right. Um, I don't think it was a gang conspiracy because that's been out there. I don't think that was it. I think that they were doing something that got out of hand. And I think that, uh, you know, there was talk on one of the guys that really put together a very great blog, by the way, uh, a timeline, I should say, these AB Original Global Media, uh, AB Original Global Media on YouTube, he did a great timeline. Uh, his is, to me, by far the best and most methodical, and he backed up every single thing that he said with either a police report, a Rosemont document, or a text message from friends. Right. Uh, so he did it like that. But anyway, so in his report, which is sort of what I where I was going, was that always something was, you know, they went downstairs, and, and she, if you think about it, she never was scared when she was down there. Because I kept saying, everybody, guess what? If it was me, I'm in an unfamiliar place, I'm tipsy, or I'm drugged up, I'm going to be screaming my blood for bloody murder. I'm going to be saying <laughs> help to somebody. She was never doing that. Right. Because she was down there with people she knew. I've always said that. Right. And then, so, it, you know, in AB's report, which, like I said, I kind of sort of agree with, they said that the girls put her in the freezer as a joke. This was a text message that one of the girls actually wrote into one of the bloggers saying that, you know, that she was hot because this, this topamint drug and the alcohol made her body severely hot on the inside. And so she said she was hot. They asked the security guard to open the freezer. They put her in there as a joke for 15 minutes or whatever. Gonna went back. She was unconscious, you know, and at this point, that's when they swapped her phone, dropped the one of the girls absolutely accidentally dropped the lip gloss. That's how they knew that she was in there right. and that there was a scuffle between her and the security guard. And then after that, they ended up, you know, leaving her in the freezer. But that's why that she has blood, you know, that the security guard was found with blood on his shirt, on his hand. And also that, you know, she had broken nails and things of that nature. So that is a one plausible possible situation. Now, now do we do we yeah do we think that okay did she did she die because of being put in the freezer or did she die based on that alcohol drug combination the alcohol drug combination had anything to do with it she died because she she had i, I think that what happened is they, that she, you want, here's what scares me her mom her mom said this a long time ago her mom says that she was have always the reason why she's fighting for justice because she thinks that when she first was in that freezer is a possibility she was still alive. While they were begging the Rosemont to look at the camera, they were begging the police officers on 911, they were begging the security, uh, they were begging all these people to help. They feel like that she was still alive, which is what I, in the very back of my mind, believe the same thing, that she was probably, these drugs made her unconscious, but right. that she was not 
dead at, at initially. Right. So if that is indeed the case, then that means she still had a chance to be saved. And then possibly by this time when she was unconscious, somebody goes in there thinking she's dead and realizes she's not, but know that the situation is out of control. They panic. And the next thing you know, a scuffle ensues. And then she did end up staying in there. The only possible, you know, the only part of this that doesn't seem right is that there are some people that also claim that there's footage of a body being dragged. So if she actually met her demise in that area, then why would they drag her body and then jump her back in there? So that's what doesn't make sense. And there was remnants of a black plastic bag in there, unless somebody brought her out and, and, you know, they brought her out of the freezer, which is also very possible that they initially brought her body out to try to, you know, revive her or whatever, or, and realize, you know, that she's now out of her mind because she's still, you saw how drugged up she was. So she possibly could have been just disoriented and, you know, something, you know, she realizes something is going wrong. So she starts fighting. And then, like you said, then somebody realizes, oh my God, this looks bad. It's not, you know, we can't come back from this. And they end up, you know, fighting and, and like I said, end up killing her. And then they re-put her back in this freezer. Yeah. So, you know, because somebody said they see they saw blood on that floor in that area. Somebody mopping up a substance that looked like blood. So they could have actually opened the door and, you know, and she's disoriented because she's trying to get out. And, you know, this, this uh, uh, scuffle or whatever happens. And then they put her back in the freezer because there's two freezers. You know, there's like they said, there's an inside cooler that is like the entrance to the freezer. Right. So there's actually like two areas. So any of that is plausible and possible. And my under- this is what I do not understand. Come on. So now there's this other big, big, big theory that, um, you know, like so some of these YouTubers, like some of them are all spot on and some of them are so far over the top. And then I don't know how over the top may not really be all that over the top, but some of them right. actually believe that two of, some of the gentlemen that were in the 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 uh, room had ties to um, like not celebrity but really really influential dads who also stepped in to help clean up this stuff, which I hope that is not true. Amen. By the way, right? I hope you pray that's not true because these are very influent, influential African American dads, and I hope that their name does not get smeared, which is too late because they've already sent them to their website and all that. And I've right. been telling people to not do that without being sure. That's but anyway, right. so my so the other point is that that there are some influential people involved, and that is why they have brought the security guard back. He got he went out the country. You know, there's nobody looking for him. You know, so one good thing about the Dr. Oz case that I was the Dr. Oz uh, that I was really really happy to see that. Um, the attorney appeared on the Dr. Oz show with her, and, uh, you know, they're still pushing for answers. This attorney is, you know, they've got power behind them. So, you know, I do think that the more national media, there's some people that think this is a horrible idea for her to go on national media because they feel like, okay, now, you know, now this is, you know, this is, a, this is becoming a, this media storm, or as, as one of the, uh, uh, somebody put it yesterday, uh, very perfectly, it's become the Kanika Jenkins project, you know, and, and, and will we ever get the truth? But I personally think that the more media is attached to this, the more pressure it will become for the FBI and other people to get involved that currently have not, you know, gotten involved. That's good. And That's a good really point. Strange, you know, and you know what's really strange that I can say this to you, Doc, and it's gonna freak you out as a, a, a as a as a spiritual person. Right. There's no clergy involved in this anywhere. My in Lord. Chicago have all 
mega churches, and now one that Father Flager, who is known, and I'm not calling him out. I love Father Flager. Come on, he's the he's the blackest white guy we know, other than Bill Clinton. But <laughs> you know, even Father Flager has not come out to get on his bandwagon, and he normally is on every social injustice situation. So I was kind of surprised with all these mega churches. Why aren't any of these churches? you know, coming up and stepping behind her, you know. So that is the one, like, the most, like, inquisitive moment I have is, like, why aren't any of the clergy kind of stepping in here? Because th- that would speak volumes. That you you so got that wife. right. You got that right. So so now now put on your put on your mother hat, you know. What, I mean, if you were in her, uh, in her shoes, the mom, the mother that was on Dr. Oz, if you were in her shoes, what what would be going through your mind right now, or what would be going on in your mind the night that it it all went down? As a mother, what 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 would you be feeling right now, uh, KC? Oh, y'all would be y'all would be getting my bail together. Hello. I would have tore down the whole. I'd have already tore the whole rest of the whole uh, Crown Plaza down. Oh, you'd have so tore it down to the ground. I'm <laughs> probably not. I'm probably the last person to ask. So, so on that, so when I come back to my senses and y'all have bailed me out, now you want to know what I would be doing (laughs) after y'all bailed me out of jail? After we bail you out, (laughs) after we bail you out of jail, and you'll be on the Dr. Phil show and then Dr. Oz show. I would be first of all. Let me just say this: Phil, Oz, Oprah, and she's getting there because, of course, you know. Uh, Dr. Phil, uh, Dr. Oz show is an is Oprah show. Right. Okay, and Dr. Phil is all of them. So I feel like the next show, she's going to be on Gail's show next and Good Morning America after that number. I do believe that. Um, she started out with WGCI, which was huge. Everybody was shocked at that. And then, so she what she's doing is strategic because I, I told everybody, so I'm going to answer your question in a second. But I told you, I said, let me tell you some all those little kids. And I want to mention that everybody, the other the other big criticism is that they feel like she forgave the little girl, Monifa. I was at that funeral, by the way. I saw all this playing out. Uh, she did hug Monifa, and people feel like her saying that she has forgiven her um, is a sellout. But like I told everybody on my live the other day, I'm not sure which one you were on. You get more bees with honey than with vinegar. That's right. Number one. And sometimes you have to lose a battle to win the war. So if she has to be nice to this girl and let everybody let their guard down and start talking... If that's the only way that she can get what she needs, instead of her going after this girl and saying, "I know you have something to do," you know what I'm saying? That's not, you know, then that that's girl, right. the people gonna come out. You know, your people gonna come after my people. So you know, this in Chicago. Let's keep it real. So you know, this is the route that she's taking. I commend her on that. But now, on the other side, the other rational business candy. What I, Casey Bisboss, what I would have done. My first thing I would have done. I would have had a private investigator the week of the event that this happened, I would have had a private investigator with a fake business, because there's a big convention hall two steps away. Two steps. And and most of them stay in that hotel. I would have had a convention, a a private investigator in there finding out information, someone that nobody expected, uh, you know, that nobody would even pay attention. Some, you know, I love my Asian people. Don't take no (laughs) offenses, but I would have had one of my Asian brothers one of my Asian Come sisters on. in there. Come on. You know, walking clean in the, you know, in the bathroom, washing the windows, doing whatever they needed to do to get information. That's my first thing that I would have done differently. That I, I hear you. Of the, 
I would have had somebody in there getting information while things were still new, fresh, and someone that is so unassuming that nobody would have ever even thought anything of them being there. Yeah, and and you know yes, the the security guard leaving the country. You know, you know he feeling some type of way right now to have somebody, uh, something that tragic happen on your watch because you know he let them into the freezer. I, you know what? If it had been you or me, if I were that security guard and Chris is nodding his head, I'm here with Chris Green at the coffee bean. I'm not gonna let you in no freezer. <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna but let you know, your head know. Because none of that made sense until someone told me that this whole group, this is a regular thing that they do. One of the girls, one of the girls in the room worked, that was in this group works at the Rosemont. So, you know, she works at the Rosemont. So they're all friends. They drink and do this. You know what I'm saying? This is a weekly thing for them to have these, these hotel parties. In the freezer. I bet you they're going to stop it now. Hello. And you know I, what? You know, my Another thing we would have done that night, we rounding everybody up, and we are not leaving this room until I we figure out what happened. Why? In we you exactly. we ain't we ain't leaving this hotel not today, not leaving. tomorrow. We We're ain't leaving. Today. You watch to me. We're not yeah. leaving. <laughs> you know, that's why I said it's a lot of stuff. I personally, like I said, I'm not a good person to ask because there is a lot of stuff that I already know. Like you said. We we finna have a group meeting. We finna have right a now. yeah, cause my wife, and uh, your I'm wife, going to everybody's house. Yeah, and I'm going to everybody's house, and we gonna find out. And I'm gonna call up your mama, and me and your mama and you, we finna have a sit down. We finna all sit right here until somebody tell me something. You better come on and preach, Candy. I mean, cause my wife, my yeah. wife is a lot like you. Ain't nobody leaving this hotel till we get some answer. And the security guard, oh, he would have been read the right act, dude. That security guard, why in the world did you let them in that freezer? And, 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 and while I'm here, i got to mention one other thing. Let, for one minute, because you and I are business people. That's right. I, so I, I, I want to talk business for a second on another level. Come on, you all so right. So there, there are some chatter back and forth between the activists, the young activists that helped to get this platform going and the Martin family. I think they're coming to a, you know, finally coming to a common ground, which okay. I love. And I, I and, and but but there's still some chatter out there. You got some people on the Jedediah Brown train. Right. You got some people over here Martin. But here's what I said the other day, because what they came on my feed and I had to get them straight. And I don't know if that was on the same one you would. I was saying that everybody, we all have something to learn by everything, because some of those same people listen to me. Come on. We all have something to learn by everything, every every day. Come on. So we have said, we say this every day. We say that, you know, when the student is available, the teacher will appear. That's right. And what I think that a lot of people, I want these people, and I say this on a regular basis, and I keep saying it out, because I want it to be in the universe. Jedediah Brown was a young activist there was no activist book out there. There was nobody to rule, read from. The last big activist we had in Chicago was Jesse Jackson, That's Operation right. Push, and he's on to bigger things now. He does, you know, universal things. He was the last real, like, activist, and they didn't leave a rule book for these young brothers and sisters to read from. No SOP, as we call it, no standard operating procedure. Right, right. So they were doing what they, they took their social media following that was in the millions and started protesting and brought awareness to the Kanika Jenkins story, which catapulted 
Teresa Martin and Tanika Jenkins and the story in the universe. Then they started this Freedom Fighters Fund, and there was some talk of, oh, you know, Ms. Ms. Martin said she didn't know there was a fund, you know, and the fund was started because all these kids were getting locked up every night. Uh, someone was staying at Jedediah's house. Uh, there was also no food. When I went out there a couple times, I took a little some snacks and water out there because they were out there for, you know, long periods of time. And somebody was like, did you get, do this with this, uh, 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 Freedom Fighters Fund? I'm like, no, this came from the Casey Business Fund, okay? <laughs> now, my point, my, this, this is my point, though. I want Chicago to take some time and heal that issue. Because, and the reason why I say that, because he, Jedediah did a live yesterday. The reason why I bring this up, he did a live yesterday because when Mrs. Martin was on WGCI two days ago, she made mention of she never really knew of the fund. And I wish that one thing would have been left out because, of course, then he had to come back and refuse this yesterday. And both of them have very big followings now. Right. This is a time when we must heal and we need to come together. That funky $5,000 is, is, is not, it's a moot point at this point. Come on. It's, you know, it's moot. But here's the thing. Come on. This is what I want everybody to understand. Jedediah and his group, now what they what they have done as a result of this, and it's beautiful, they formalized their uh, company now, and now they're working on getting a legitimate nonprofit as a result of this. That was their lesson and their blessing. That's good. Miss Teresa got this catapult to go to the, the media, and she also... You know, now she knows for the next time and going forward how to work with these activists and what they're expecting and their needs are. Because she may come in contact with the same need again. But everybody got something out of it. And sometimes we got to take our blessing and walk away. That's right. That's exactly that right. We got, we, we, you know what I'm saying? That's good. We, we, did, we got something. We got something out of it. Everybody involved got something. Take your blessing and walk away and learn from it. Just learn and from it. And you can't get... And just sometimes... You know what? I tell, them, I tell people this all the time, and they, they always look at me funny and scratch their head. And I say it every day. Every I, day. I, had, I, just, I, just, I just got... I just got... I, I was, was, was uh, talking to my dad a minute ago. Because him and my sister had a little thing last night. And I gave him... 80 years old. And I... 80, 81. I just gave him a lecture. And I said, sometimes... Sometimes. In this world, that God gives you an assignment yes and you got to do to fulfill that one assignment and what we we are with our human self wants us to make that assignment a project but it's not we weren't meant to be a part of the project we were just meant to do that one assignment sometimes that's our only job and he will carry it he will tell us what the next step is that's we good we want to take an assignment and make a project when it's only supposed to be an assignment that's good that's good casey girl you know what again you'll be here next wednesday with celebrity news this was good because yes. you um you really you really did a great job on your live stream the other day and i was so glad uh you were able to uh squeeze me in today and bring this uh, to the Dr. Walter Sam show because you know and you and I are parents you know back on that vein you and I are parents and my yeah. heart my heart goes out to the mother of Kanika Jenkins because like you said that's that was somebody's child you know absolutely and more importantly I, I tell everybody the national lesson that everybody's learning now everybody because this reached so many races so many countries, so many millions of people, and the hundreds of millions of people. Now, when also people have used this actually as a an education 
for their kids, things that they have been having a hard time saying to their kids yeah. and expressing. It played out in real life in front yeah. of America, and everybody gets to use this and say, this is what happened. So now, it's you know what I'm saying? They're not scared to say. I, I couldn't understand why these people brought these little kids to see her body, but I understand now. This is what people couldn't say, but they were able to say it through, you know, the life and death of her. Yeah, you know, because it's okay to have a good time, but, you know, what I was saying um, the other day, you know, uh, at 18, 17, 18, 19 years old, you have so limited understanding because I was saying on my live stream that somebody didn't have the wherewithal to say, let's go ahead and dial 911. Let's call 911. If, okay, if they took it in the freezer, right. bring her out. She's still alive. She's on the ground. Let's take our lumps. Call 911. Let's get a paramedic here right. and we'll just get fussed at. But they panic because you haven't lived long enough to know what to do in that situation, right. you know? Just just yesterday, a girl 16 died. Shot the friend shot her by accident, and one of the kids lied to the cop and, and wouldn't tell the real truth that they were playing with a gun and it went off. And she got shot in the eye. My lord, my lord. Four 16 year old. And one of the boys would not tell what happened. Would and that's tell. another thing too. We got to start talking to our kids and telling our kids that sometimes when you just got to tell the daggone truth. You got to tell the truth. You got to tell the truth and set yourself free. Come on, pre. Well, give out your give out your contact information real quick. So yes, if you need some branding, uh, a great brand strategist, if you want a ghostwriter uh, to write your book and write your story, I've got three stories coming out soon. Three celebrities that I'm writing their story. Uh, call me at 312-285-8929 and follow me all across the universe, including Periscope Daily at KC Bizboss. You can also get me on Facebook Live at KC Bizboss Candy Conda. And yep, 312-285-8929, KC Bizboss at Gmail and KC Bizboss on social media. You know where you are off the chain. So where are you today? I'm in Chicago today. But in a, in a couple of weeks, I'm leaving to go back to Vegas and to L.A., and then I'm probably going to be in L.A. for most of the winter. Uh, <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. That is so uh, I'm so, yeah, pr- can, I'm so proud of you. Move. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> well, listen. We'll, well, thank you, my friend. Well, we'll be back again next Wednesday. I love celebrity news because, girl, there's so much stuff popping off, and we'll talk about Nicki Minaj and Can- uh, Cardi B next week. How about that? All right, let's do it. All right, add my friend. And add Nene Leakes in too. Okay, okay. We'll talk about Nene. Uh, uh, Nicki Minaj okay. and Cardi B next week and thank you and, and make sure you high five okay. your daughter for me and uh, you just continue to be well, wonderful good. just continue to be wonderful and we love you and I just love what you're doing Candy all right, and thank you. All right, my friend. Y'all, that was Candy, uh, KC Bizball. It's a lot going on out there in the news. Well, listen, guys, we're going to run to a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. And uh, it, it, this has been a good show, y'all. All right, hold tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to WJBMG 106.3 FM, where we keep you motivated and jamming all day long.